Welcome to the Grumpy Metalheads podcast with the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and Shrub666. Hi guys, and welcome to another edition of the Grumpy Metalheads podcast and the Heavy Metal Strength Coach. Um, I think I sounded a little bit hesitant there, didn't I? But yes, I am the Heavy Metal Strength Coach, and I'm joined as ever by Shrubs Six Six Motherfucking Six. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Doing really good. Nice. What have you been listening to, man? I'll start off with the uh, first one I've been listening to, and I'm currently still listening to, and it's an album by a band called Craven Idol. Um, They're from London. They've been around a little while, 2005. This is their third album. The album's called Forked Tongues. It's out on Dark Descent Records, which is a great record label. Yeah. They've got lots of good bands on there. We've spoke about many of their bands on there. And as per normal with a Dark Descent, band they're going to be related to black metal this one's very much more in the sort of like black and heavy metal black and thrash type style so pretty big riffs fast riffs some some nice middle of the road riffs but just it just sounds great it's it's really good if you like bands like destroyer 666 midnight and disaster bands like that of that ilk you'll definitely get into this each song is very very similar that that's the only downside of it is that they are very similar all the way through but they're all really really good all well performed production sounds really really good as well i mean my favorite song is one of the um is one of the last ones on there it's, i think it's the second second to last song deify the storm god and it's about <laughs> eight nine minutes long Excellent. it's really good in fact the last two tracks on there are about a total of 18 minutes so they're both really long songs at the end nice. um, to finish off with. And they're, they're really, they are absolutely cracking songs as well. But those songs have got a little bit more depth to them and a little bit more variation throughout. So it takes you on a little bit more of a journey, which actually, because they are the better, best songs on there, I think it kind of suits them if they went down that route a bit more with, with maybe writing songs to be a bit longer to give them a bit more room to breathe if that makes sense yeah rather than just the the full-on thrashing attack I, i'm not complaining about the thrash attack songs because they're really really good as well kind of got hints of slayer in there but with bigger fatter sounding riffs than slayer had you mm-hmm. know so i think sort of like raining blood type songs but not quite as short as that no one wants to be as short as that no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just think think of that that type of style with slightly blackened vocals. Maybe a little bit of witchery may sound like. Yeah, something. yeah, little bits of that in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's quite a lot of influences in this band, I think. And but yeah, some of the solos throughout the whole album are absolutely cracking as well. I'm excited for this. What would you give it out of ten? I, I've given this a, a solid eight out of ten. Nice. So yeah, it, it, it's good. It just. It just feels a little bit samey the more you go on a little bit with it. Okay. Um, but you always end up finding something that you've just really enjoyed out of that that song that's slightly different from the song before. But Sounds like but, one that gets better with repeat listens. A, a little bit, yeah. Um, you do get quite a lot from the first listen and you just get a little bit more from any subsequent listen, really. But the, the two standout tracks are the, two, the last two that are over nine minutes because they've got a lot, lot more texture to them. And, and that's what helped keep it up at eight. With cool. those two songs. 
So, yeah. What's next? Right, we've got a band called Victims, and it's Victims without any vowels in it. So it's VCTMS. This is kind of like, this is metalcore, but this is more in the vein of hardcore than metalcore. Yeah. And this is their fourth album. They're, they're from the US. They've been around since about 2013. I, I've only just come across them because I heard they released a cover of Slipknot's Disaster Piece, and it was absolutely awesome. Um, so I, I checked out the rest of their stuff and really, really liked it. So this one is Volume 4, Numb the Ache. It's a self-released album. This band are very much like, if you've ever listened to Code Orange, they're very, very much more like that side of hardcore metalcore. Really, really, really strong stuff. I just, I really love it. I mean, the first song opens up like, there's an alarm on my phone and it sounds like that. So a couple of times I thought, why, why the fucking hell is my alarm going? <laughs> go and look at it and then realize that actually there's a little bit of a sub drop going on behind it so it's not my phone it's this track but it's called what doesn't kill you and it's <laughs> the opening lyric is what doesn't kill you makes you stranger <laughs> and i'm like that's absolutely perfect this is just this is this is just absolutely bang on yeah th there's loads of there's loads of riffs going on in this loads of sub drops uh, as you can imagine from that type of that style of music nice screamy shouty vocals but in, there's a couple of tracks on there that kind of throw you completely off balance. I mean, massively. It doesn't even seem to fit, but it does. Because I think, if I remember rightly, Victims has got a female vocalist. Yeah. And she does a lot more of the shouty, screamy stuff all the time. But there's a couple of tracks on there that you could almost get released into the charts because they're very, very poppy. But not but poppy in the dark sense of dark pop, that, that type of stuff. And, and yeah, it's just really, really, and it goes, it, it's a track called Intoxication and it's so chilled and it, and it's Is it almost like Lana like, Del Rey kind of dark poppy kind of stuff? Yeah, kind of, like, but yeah, kind of, but not quite the, um, not quite the smooth style that Lana Del Rey does. But yeah, you could kind of fit the into there. Like Billie Eilish has done some stuff that sounds a little bit like this as well. It, it and it's slap bang in the middle of the album, um, and then they I think they and they have another one towards the end called "Numb the Ache," which is the album title. Which again, they utilise her clean singing vocals, and she's got she's got a stunning voice um, that's lovely to listen to. But I do prefer their much more riffier. Yeah. <laughs> shouty nasty stuff it, it also reminded me a little bit of like maybe a slightly lighter version of Kabul as well now really? we, we both like Kabul, so yeah. um it kind of it would kind of fit if you put a package together a tour package of sort of like code orange Kabul and this it'd be amazing and also the band i'm going to talk about next as well because they would fit in that that whole bit really really well this is just a good album to listen to I, i've been really enjoying it apart from being the put off with the alarm bit going off at the beginning <laughs> So what would you yeah. give this one out of 10? I, I've given this an, an 8 out of 10 as well because I thought I, I really enjoyed this and, and there's just it just it it just talked to me and I was like, yeah, this is great. So yeah. I, I'm sure everyone will check that out. Um what else have we got this week, mate? Right, we're gonna stick with a similar style, but this is a bit more towards the death side of hardcore, so a bit more of the death core, but again, still got a really strong foot in in hardcore side and a band called Wrist Meat Razor. <coughs> 
and their album that's just just been released, Replica of a Strange Love. Um, this band have been again, they've been around. They haven't been around too long, 2017. So, but they, they've been quite prolific in releasing stuff, to be honest. And and some of it's been not so good, and others have been absolutely amazing. Like the first album, I really like their first album, but they've released sort of like a few EPs and singles in between. And I've not been so keen on some of that. I think it's just where they're more, they're, they're feeling out where they want to go fully with the, those EPs and singles. But with the album, they've, they've kind of nailed it. Again, they've, they've got probably bigger, chuggier riffs than um, victims have, but they do like to drop in some, some melodic riffs as well to try and add a little bit more texture to it rather than just being straight on bludgeoning, which is really, really good. And then they they throw in some odd little bits, again, like victims do. Um, they got a song on there called 99 and 44 slash 100. I don't know quite what's going on with that, but that has a very much more of an in, industrial feel about it. Um, so think of people like Author and Punisher and Sidewalks and Skeletons and, and you'll you'll kind of figure out that's kind of what that sounds like. But it's really, really, really good stuff. There's there's proper proper riffs and really proper... He, he's, he's got great vocal range on, on there for being shouty to proper death growls going on as well. So a great track in there called Eyes of Sulfide, which is just... It, it's a proper standout track, but there's other ones on there like uh, Last Tango in Paris, sycophant they're they're just really really good solid album all the way through none of the songs are particularly long about three and a half minutes at most um i think there's one on there yeah there's one on there for four minutes long um so you're going to smash through it quite quickly but hopefully you you'll enjoy that sort of stuff it, it's definitely got again it's another one that's a little bit like code orange blood bather uh Kabul. It, it fits into that that kind of realm of of hardcore and deathcore and metalcore nice so, yeah yeah really good i give right. another solid eight out of ten as well wonderful all right my friend we're yeah. starting to run out of time due to me being very late so <laughs> let's go on to our essential metal listen right well last week we did like one of the beginning of the um technical death metal era and this this time i've i've taken it to probably the pinnacle album of tech death and it's by a band called necrophagist and the album epitaph released on relapse records and it came out in march 2004 oh wow and i don't think in my lifetime this album will ever be beaten for technical death metal really? i think it, it's it it is the pinnacle of technical death metal i think bands are trying to get to this level and I think they'll just constantly struggle because I think a lot of them now take it too technical whereas this they've got everything absolutely perfect it's yeah. a shame they've now officially split up because people have been waiting for years and years and years for another album and they've kind of kept people hanging on and hanging on in the hope that um, it would happen and they finally I think they finally confirmed a couple of months ago or something that they were finally calling it a day and it, nothing was ever going to come out again from them but this album has everything in it you know if you want some of that jazz infused 
bass lines with pummeling riffs, you get it. If you want classical music, he'd play through a distortion pedal, you get that. You get everything, but none of it feels out of place. Everything runs just so smoothly from, from the opening track, which is called Stab Wound, all the way through to the um, closing track of Symbiotic in Theory. None of the songs are particularly long. So nowadays, a lot of the tech bands, they, they start making like seven, eight minute long songs. These, none of them breach five minutes. Yeah, you get through the whole album in 33 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you'll want to go back through it again and again and again and again. And it, it's just unreal. Even the even the title track, Epitaph, is, is stunning. And Only the Ash Remains it just has some, a mental bass line open and then, 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 a, then a killer solo that just follows it straight after. And you're like, oh, my God. But you can still hear the bass ro- rolling around behind it doing its thing. And it's just like this massive fusion of... Of stuff and you're just like yes <laughs> can you just stop being so good <laughs> That's awesome. i mean th- this album is 10 out of 10 i i like i say in my lifetime i don't think there'll be i mean there's lots and lots of good technical death metal bands out there obscura the faceless archspire all doing this style and are exception all exceptionally good but i still think for the whole balanced blend that um, Necrophile just managed on, on this album. I mean, they only did two albums and just destroyed the tech death world in two albums. It, it's crazy, isn't it? absolutely crazy. Yeah. So, and every now and again, I, this is de- definitely one of those albums where every now and again, you just want to go back to it and you just want to listen to it. And every time you, you just, it puts a smile on your face when you hit certain moments and you just go, oh, that's just wonderful. Yeah. You know, that. You just sit back and just go, you bastards. <laughs> You've just done it again. It's just so, so good. I, I properly love it and it's great. All right. Everyone check the album out because it is amazing. And we will see you all again next week.